the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another episode of Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Find out how precious metals can work for you. It was a tough Monday night football game. Bills at Cincinnati. By now, you know the name Damar Hamlin. Probably before last night, most of you didn't know it, unless you're a diehard NFL fan. Damar is not someone I've met, and there's no update on his condition. He remains in critical. But I'm going to take you behind the scenes as to what the sideline reporter had to do, what the announcers had to do, because I've been there. I've done something very similar, but it was much harder for this crew last night. And I'll tell you why after this. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Still no news as of this recording on Damar Hamlin, and all we know is that he's in critical condition at a hospital in Cincinnati, a level one trauma center. You should know that every NFL game has a level one trauma center it's connected with. So whether you're at Seattle, Green Bay, Dallas, wherever the game is, there is an identified and linked, if you will, level one trauma center near that stadium so that if something like what happened last night or anything serious should happen, the ambulance knows exactly where it's going. It knows the route. It it. It's got everything ready, and that's just something that the NFL has had in place for a long time. That is why DeMar Hamlin was taken so quickly to this hospital in Cincinnati. The other thing you should know is that the reason that the medical staff got to him so quickly last night, so immediately, is because they rehearsed these things. Yeah, doctors and the athletic training staff rehearse neck injuries. They rehearse heart ailments. They rehearse for emergencies. Just like players go to practice and the announcers, we have our rehearsal before we go live to air. This rehearsal is the most important of all. When the medical staff knows, can identify what's gone wrong and immediately respond. Now, had this injury taken place 10 years ago, we might have a very different story today. Medical technology, we all know, has advanced and the response has gotten so much better. And so the NFL 
places a really high priority on player safety. As much as people like to criticize the league and say that they don't care about the players, it's just not true. It's not true. So I wish, as again, as of this recording, that I could tell you more about his Hamlin's, you know, condition. We just don't know. And I refuse to speculate. We know he's in critical condition. We know he's um, under medication to keep him asleep. He's been intubated. And that's about all we know. And that his mom is with him. Thank goodness his mom is with him. But imagine being a mom of a 24-year-old rising star. This kid was second or third on the team in total tackles. He was having a really good year in his second season in the NFL. And he made a tackle on T. Higgins. There was a collision between Higgins' shoulder, I believe it was, and DeMar's chest. And apparently the stars aligned, if you will, the perfect storm of conditions resulted in this injury. For those who haven't seen the replay of it, we're not going to show it to you, but he he collapsed, you know, he kind of fell from the tackle, popped right back up, and then stumbled backward. And the fact that they had to restart his heart on the field should tell you a lot. It was a cardiac event, cardiac arrest, which means his heart stopped beating on the field. But there they were, these highly trained, very well-rehearsed medics, ready to respond. And they did CPR for nine minutes. That's concerning. We don't know what that means. We do know that it took all that time to get his heart started again. Then they get him on the ambulance, they get his mom to the ambulance, and they take him to the hospital. It's a really stressful, awful situation. For those of you who were watching, you probably <laughs> couldn't help but feel really, really alarmed and scared because the tenor of the broadcast changed. It had to. This guy was out there fighting for his life. Now, we've seen injuries in the past where, uh, for instance, Ryan Shazier, and I believe that happened in Cincinnati. He was a former Pittsburgh Steelers. He's now on their coaching staff, but had a terrible collision and ended up paralyzed for a period of time. He's now able to walk again, but that was a horrific injury. Again, very quickly responded to, and he went to the same level one trauma center that DeMar Hamlin did. So these injuries aren't unprecedented. And what happened in this Monday night football game to DeMar Hamlin looked like a very routine hit. I mean, he bounced right back up. So this is not one of those moments where you say, oh, the league's got to review its protocols. I mean, unless we learn something very different, this is part of football. But as my friend Bob Costas pointed out, a baseball player could have hit a baseball back at the pitcher at just the right trajectory and the right velocity, and it hits the pitcher right in the right spot. The same thing could happen to a baseball pitcher. He could have had cardiac arrest from such contact. It could happen in lacrosse with the speed of that ball. So things happen. So this is not 
do we need to review the concussion stuff? This is not a spinal cord injury issue. This is, again, for lack of a better term, a freak accident. And unfortunately for the viewers, there was very little information to be given last night. I'm going to explain what that's like for the reporter and the broadcast team. Because in December of 2013, I was in those exact same shoes as Lisa Salters was in last night when someone collapsed on the field. Fortunately, they did not need nine minutes of CPR. The events were very different, but the circumstances for a reporter and a broadcast team very much the same. So when we come back, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of what it was probably like for everyone last night and how they did their jobs. That's after this. Well, you guys know my dog, Jersey. He's sitting here behind me all curled up. He's been up a long time today. He's almost one year old, but I just am in love with this dog. You've heard him chime in from time to time. And that's why I started him on a supplement. And it's made by Pawmade. Because they do the same things to pet food that they do to a lot of people food. They strip out all the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals that your dog needs to keep you healthy. That They do that to a lot of human food too. So I know you want to avoid that. I want to tell you about longevity formula from Made because you don't want your dog suffering from a poor diet and they're not able to tell you, right? They can't tell you. You might see signs. Veterinarian approved longevity formula boosts nutrient intake protects against toxins, and guards against premature aging. And that's important because aside from poor diet, toxins like pesticides, mold, and air pollution can all harm your puppy's health. I say puppy, I mean any dogs at any age. But Longevity Formula contains special toxin-fighting nutrients that protect your dog so they can live a long happy life right by your side. These include premium quality superfoods like organic mushrooms, kelp, goji berry, two kinds of probiotics, and many more. And right now, listen up, there's a limited time offer exclusively for our listeners and viewers. For every purchase of Longevity Formula, you'll receive a free bottle of Pomade's hip and joint formula too. You know, a lot of dogs have hip issues and this can be extremely helpful. And right now you're getting it free of charge when you order the longevity formula. So to claim your offer, go to pawmade.com slash sideline, P-A-W-M-A-D-E.com slash sideline, or call toll free 833-PAWMADE, P-A-W-M-A-D-E. That's P-A-W-M-A-D-E.com slash sideline, as in sideline sanity, or call 833-PAWMADE. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So what happens to the broadcast of a game when there's a dire injury? I have a very specific experience to draw on with this. I'm going to give you the brief nutshell of that because I don't want to detract from what happened on Monday Night Football in Cincinnati last night. But early December 2013, I'm covering a Houston Texans-Indianapolis Colts game. And as routine, I walk off the field with a coach at halftime, and I talk to that coach, and I get information so that I can report it once we come back on the air. And in fact, I have these little things in my ear right now. This is called an IFB. And when I'm doing these interviews, I take them out of my ear so I can hear the coach. Because if this stayed in my ear, I wouldn't be able to hear the coach. Those of you who aren't seeing it, it's just a tiny little earpiece. So I have this earpiece sitting out of my ear and just resting on my shoulder as I'm talking to the head coach of the Colts. But I'm hearing a sound emanating from this earpiece yelling at me, Michelle, Michelle, get back on the field. And I finally, I excuse myself from the coach, put the earpiece in. I said, what's going on? Get back on the field. Someone's collapsed. We think it's Gary Kubiak, the head coach of the Houston Texans. So I go running as fast as I can back out onto the field. And sure enough, Gary Kubiak is on the ground and there is medical personnel all around him. And I get as close as I can to see what I can see. And I see him try to sit up. He's squinting. His eyes are squinting and kind of looking like he's in pain. And he lies back down again. And ultimately, they bring a stretcher out and roll him to um, an, emer- an ambulance, an emergency vehicle. Now, this was right as we went to halftime. Bob Costas at that time, the, you know, the world famous one, the most accomplished broadcaster in sports and other TV, um, was our studio guy. And he was hosting halftime in that moment. And I'm hearing from the producer, can you tell us anything? Can you tell us, if Bob wants to throw to you, can you tell us anything? And I just said, I'll tell you my observations. And that's all you can do in that moment. You cannot speculate as to what is going on without facts being given to you by reliable sources. So all you can do is describe it. And that's all that Lisa Salters, Joe Buck, and Troy Aikman could do last night because there was simply no information forthcoming. And you saw players from both teams, really, the Bengals and Bills, surrounded the scene of their fallen teammate and colleague and sort of were keeping cameras at bay. There just wasn't information. But all the information you needed to know how serious it was was the looks on the faces of the players and the coaches and the urgency with which the medical staff was treating the the player, Damar Hillman. So that's what you went by. And when you see Stefan Diggs crying, and when you see Josh Allen crying and looking on stunned, and all of the players just crushed on the ground, crying, praying, both teams coming together, that told you how serious this was. Now, I'm going to take a quick detour for one second here because I read a lot on Twitter last night about how we have paid more attention to this one football player than probably all 
the armed servicemen who have died in the last year. And that is likely true. But I will say this. It's hard to compare those two scenarios. Armed servicemen put their lives on the line, and we know that and accept that as part of their job. Every death is tragic, and I, I, I losing one soldier is too many in my mind, one too many. But we don't see it happen on national television the way we saw developments last night. And when we watch the NFL, we don't expect players to face life-threatening injuries. We just don't expect that. And you heard it from veteran players and owners and GMs and coaches all over the league. They had never seen anything like this. I covered the league for 25-plus years. I never saw anything like this. So this was an anomaly. It was scary. It was alarming. And we were all witnessing it together, which made it unique. And everyone sort of just, I think, collectively was holding their breath and praying for this kid, this 24-year-old, wonderful kid. By all accounts, a wonderful kid. So while I understand, you know, a police officer dies, I am crushed whenever I hear about that, a police officer dying in the line of duty. It's a different scenario, and I want to honor every officer who has ever fallen. And I think we can all find ways to do that. What we experienced last night was just different. And, yeah, everyone's praying for this kid because what happened really never happens. I mean, you can remember the Hank Gathers moment. There have been moments in sports where these things happen. Remember, I think it was 1996 opening day baseball in Cincinnati. The umpire collapsed at home plate and died. And they postponed the game several days. So it's a, it's, I'm not here to judge what's right or wrong in terms of reactions. I guess I'm just here to defend the coverage, defend the emotional come together of the nation and defend the all the prayers that were offered. So I'm I'm just not big into comparing tragedies. This one just happened to unfold in a very scary way where we saw all of these people that are heroes to young people, heroes to sports fans, breaking down in tears at the sight that they were witnessing. And I'll tell you this as well. There is no television angle or audio that can successfully transmit to you exactly what those people in the stadium and on the field were going through. I I promise you this. there, There just isn't. Because when you're in it, when your feet are on the turf, when you're breathing that air, whether it's cold, whether it's warm, you're feeling the breeze, you're sensing the emotion, you're seeing it with your own eyes, it is different. 
And that's why this broadcast took the turn that it did, and rightfully so, and I thought they handled it very appropriately. It was just difficult for them to get any information. So they were doing the best that they can, but we were talking about life and death with no answers, no good answers in that moment, and still, as of now, no significant answers. So I'd like to sum it all up, and I'm going to read you some of the tweets that went out and about for this young man and sort of share with you the general consensus, but also some of the, some of the not so general consensus. Uh, some people got hammered on Twitter for some of their responses to the moment that we uh, experienced together. So we'll get into that coming up before we do. I, I want to tell you about legacy precious metals, our good friends, supporters of this show from day one, we thank them for their support. This economy, as we head into 2023, we have no idea. I mean, it's been a rough 2022. Now we're in 2023, and the signs aren't looking up necessarily. We're hearing about gas prices coming down and lots of different things, but there is some nervousness about the future. And so there are a lot of ways you can handle that. You know, we've got to tighten our belts and pay more at the grocery store and all of that. But one of the things investors do in troubling times like this, and really any time, but right now as a hedge against inflation and protection against a weakening dollar, gold is the investment that a lot of professionals lean on. And even back in 2008, when we were experiencing something similar, people who invested in gold saw significant gains and others simply lost their retirements. So you might want to make some decisions about this and get on it and call Legacy Precious Metals and ask them how gold and silver can work for you. It's a wonderful long-term play. You can call them at uh, 1-866-528-1903. I don't believe I just said one, but you guys know. 866-528-1903. You can speak to an IRA expert directly and they'll answer all your questions. They're there to educate you. They're not there to simply sell you. They want you to know what's right for your unique situation. Also, you can download their free investor's guide. I highly recommend it. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. We thank them for their continued support. Now, I'm going to put on my glasses so I can read this Twitter. Those of you who are listening and not watching don't need to know that, but I wanted to tell those who are watching. There's a hashtag trending. It's Damar Hamlin. It's been trending since last night. Um, and I guess about 23 minutes ago from the time I'm recording, the family of Damar Hamlin put out a statement through the NFL, and I am going to read it to you. On behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. We feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. We also want to th thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family. 
Now everyone has chimed in. Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it just, we could go on and on. Reporters, uh, podcaster Pat McAfee, um, it, it, Franklin Graham says, the Buffalo Bills know who to call out to for the help. The team dropped to their knees in a circle of prayer after DeMar Hamlin was taken away via ambulance. They knew that he needed the help that only God can give. Today, millions of people continue to pray for him, and I'm one of them. Now, it, it's, it was interesting to me at a time when faith and Christianity and any kind of faith are often poo-pooed or said, you know, we don't need thoughts and prayers, we need action. In this case, it was unanimous praying for DeMar Hamlin. I mean, it was just across the board. And it's interesting. People have said everyone's an atheist until they're in a foxhole. And that's about what this was for these teammates. Um, there were a couple of other people who tweeted out things about, well, what's going to happen to this game now? I mean, this was an important football game who just got piled on. Let's not ask for people to be fired and yell at them for asking a simple question. People are entitled to their own responses and questions and firing them doesn't do anyone any good. If you hated their question, ignore it. Call them an a-hole, call them whatever you want on Twitter, but I, I don't think we need to fire anyone. Uh, Pat McAfee, again, is the podcaster. Our thoughts and prayers are with DeMar and his family. Uh, Niagara Falls will light up blue tonight in support of DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills, and the city of Buffalo. The Illumination Board says the American Falls and Canadian Horseshoe Falls will be blue tonight from 9 to 9.15. And that's about the time in which DeMar Hamlin's injury took place during the Monday night football game. Um, I'm trying to see here if... Oh, yeah. DeMar was from the Pittsburgh area and Mike Tomlin said, I don't, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. I've got a lot of love for that young man. It's, it's difficult when you know someone personally. Um, I guess DeMar said during his college football days at the University of Pittsburgh, quote, my faith is in God. So whatever he has planned for me, that'll be it. Yeah. Skip Bayless getting crushed online for his tweet after DeMar Hamlin's tragic injury last night. Again, it's so easy to get out the pitchforks. And I, I, I didn't like what Skip said, but if you read the sequence of his tweets, it, it, his initial response was complete concern for the player. And then he went on to ask some additional questions. Look, a lot of questions were asked last night. Why didn't the NFL just stop the game and suspend it right then and there? Why did they even consider going on? Well, look, you've got fans in the stands. You've got players on the field. You've got airplanes at airports to transport people from this game, these players. You've got equipment management. You've got a, a gazillion things, a television broadcast that you are responsible for in that moment. None of them is as important as DeMar Hamlin's life. But until questions were answered and 
consulting was done, the announcement, yeah, it was delayed. And you can question it and hammer it all you like, but I will say that there's no manual for things that have never happened before. And this was a first in the NFL. And I'm sure that they dealt with it as best as they possibly can. Troy Vincent was out talking about that on a late, late um, conference call last night with reporters. Uh, so it, it, we've run the gamut. We have a bunch of memes now or descriptions of Commotio cordis, and I hope I'm saying that right, or commotio cordis, is sudden ventricular fibrillation triggered by a blunt, non-penetrating blow to the chest without damage to the ribs or sternum. And they use, the uh, in this particular graphic I'm looking at, they use a baseball player. So again, this is not a function of football. This is a function of blunt force trauma. So there's a, a lot out there. You're going to be hearing a lot of things, but I think the most important thing to understand is that we just have to wait. People need to be patient. Let this guy heal. Let the doctors do their thing, whatever that is. And then we'll get answers when we get answers and speculation about anything else. I know it's who we are. We like to talk. We like to consider. We like to ask questions and that's all fine. That's why I don't think you should just yell for someone's firing because they asked a question. It's a very emotional topic. We saw on live television on a Monday night in Cincinnati how fragile life is. We saw a perfectly, seemingly perfectly healthy, strong individual who's one of the best defenders on this Buffalo Bills roster succumb to a injury that did not look like it should have had that result. And we all watched and held our collective breath and waited. And now we have to do that some more. And I would encourage continued prayers for him and his family. His mother was with him in the ambulance. She's, I'm sure the whole family's there now. Stefan Diggs apparently took an Uber from the stadium to the hospital to go see his friend. So a emotional night. And until we have more information, that'll be all I have to say about it. That football broadcast turned into something completely different. Completely different last night. And everyone did their very best. With that, I would say continued prayers for DeMar Hamlin and his family. And T. Higgins, the man he collided with, who was probably a little freaked out right now and the entire Buffalo Bills organization. This is one thing I can promise that Bills organization will take care of this young man, most likely for the rest of his life, whatever that takes. So be brave and do good and prayers up for DeMar Hamlin. Thanks for listening to Sideline Sanity. Happy to talk once again with Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. You know, I think it still is confusing to people, uh, some people, uh, as to why a precious metals investment would be a worthwhile one, particularly at this time when they're thinking, 
I'm doing all I can to put gas in the car. Why is now a particularly good time? And we'll go from there to how small of an investment is worthwhile for someone? You know, great question. And I think the the importance of why really comes into the fact that we have to save for ourselves, whether it's a little here, a little there, whether it's making it a plan and putting out so much paycheck, whether it's making sure we fund our retirement account. We have to realize we are responsible for ourselves in the long run. <laughs> you mean that no one else is going to ride up and save us, you know, on some white steed? It ain't going to happen. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You know, that, and anyone who's promising to do that is getting ready to take advantage of you in some form or fashion. Yeah. And so, so if, if I'm an investor, a potential investor, and I'm looking at legacy precious metals and I'm saying to myself, yeah, I, I, this sounds smart. I don't have a lot to spend. What would you tell that person? I would say, do what you can. If you never start, you never get there. So the most important step you can take is saying, I'm going to take care of myself and my family. I'm going to make it a plan. I'm going to take action. I'm going to start in the way that's comfortable for me. That's the important thing. The first step is always the hardest. But once you take that first step, the second step is easier. And then you're moving. And then once you're in motion, it's hard to stop you. So that first step, most important step. I always tell people they can call and talk to an IRA expert or, or check out the, the guide that they can download for free, the investor's guide. What, what is the number one question that you get from people who are first-time investors? The biggest question I get, is this right for me? That is the question. And that comes from everyone. So, so everyone's asking the same, is this right for me? And yet we're all so unique. And, and yet it, it is a sound investment for just about any portfolio, isn't it? It is. We, even though we're all unique, that uniqueness is going to tailor the way we begin the investment. Okay. But we're all in the same situation. That's the one thing I think we seem to forget in today's society. Whether you agree with somebody or not, we're in this together. America is in this transition that we're in right now. We're dealing with the same issues. Some people like them, some don't, but we're all in it together, right? So the need is the same. How we prepare and how we invest is what changes from person to person, but we all have that same need. It's a great point. And again, I encourage people to, to, to just make the call, pick up the phone. That step is always the hardest. I'm not sure why that is in any kind of effort that you make in life, whether it's weight loss or exercise or investing some way to better your life. It always seems like that first hurdle is, is the challenge. Uh, but when they call, who, who are they going to talk to? Who, what, what's going to be on the other end of the line for them? Great question. You're, you're going to speak with one of our customer representatives and their job is not to sell you metals, right? We have a much different approach. We're going to answer all your questions. We're going to show you what options you have. And on the rare occasion, this isn't right for you. We're going to say this probably isn't right for you. Um, we have a gold company here, but you know, I, I say it all the time. What we actually deal in is customer service. We want each and every individual that calls to get the answers they need to be able to make the decision that's right for them. And we want to do that in a way that's not pushy, that's not salesy. And that's what makes my team so special. We care about each and every caller. And we're going to show you what options you have. And then you get to make an informed decision. 
So don't be afraid of the phone call. It's the best thing you can do. And this is why I am so honored and I feel privileged to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. They're the ones that I'm going to deal with. And I encourage you to pick up the phone, give them a call, even easier. Go check out their, their guide. It's a free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. But as you said, Charles, pick up the phone. You're going to talk to someone who can answer your specific questions and get Get the ball rolling. Get get started. Do something that is a long-term play for your family's benefit. Charles, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always great to be here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.